Welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women in real estate who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own path, disown the things getting in the way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you had to overcome along the way. If you're ready to stop playing small and take action in your professional life, this is the place for you. Hey everyone, and welcome back to The B Word. Today, we're going to talk about one of my very favorite subjects. You all know what it is. It's social media and how in the heck it can be used in your business. I would venture to say, that the number one reason social media is frustrating you is because you're not treating it like real life. Girlfriend, you are overcomplicating it instead, and that is making you get in your own way. Consider this. Would you go to a networking event and refuse to talk to people about anything other than market statistics? Or if that person you were talking to asked you a personal question like your family or your hobbies, would you pick up your glass of wine and walk away, turn your back on them? No. If you were at a networking event talking to people and they ask you about your personal life, most likely you would respond, you would chat, and you would carry on that conversation because you were looking to form a relationship with a potential new client. Better yet, ask yourself this question. Would you choose not to go on a listing appointment because you're having a bad hair day? I mean, If you just laughed out loud at that one, because I giggled to myself in my head as I actually said it, then ask yourself this, why are you not doing videos on social media because you don't like your hair or your makeup or your voice or your outfit? If you don't think much about them while you're out talking to potential clients, then quit overcomplicating it on your social media and get your butts out there and start creating content. One of the biggest questions that I get though is agents don't have an understanding of what to post where. They seem to want this magic playbook of how to make social media work. So let me break down two things for you that are going to uncomplicate your life and help you out in this realm. I look at it in two ways. And the reality is I use a lot of terms that are applicable to Instagram because that's the playground that I like to play in. But whatever platform you like to be on, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or LinkedIn, it's probably fairly applicable to any of those. You just have to look at it in the terms of, of, you know, which platform do you like the best? I'm an Instagram girl. I look at it like your feed is where you put your main post and your feed is your forever home. It's your forever billboard. Think about F to F feed forever. That is where you curate content that educates and informs the public. If you insist on outsourcing your social media, which you know I don't like, but if you insist on doing it, this is where that material goes. So think about this. If you're going to put a post up there that has market statistics, make it relevant, fun, and easy to read. Super long captions are probably not going to capture the attention of your audience because quite frankly, human beings right now have the attention span of a gnat. So keep it short, keep it simple. My big encouragement to you on your feed is to think about your audience. What do they actually want to see from you? Not what you want them to see, but what they want to see from you. They do not need to see 
just listed and just sold post. Those are so outdated, so overdone. And I highly encourage you to think outside the box when you're creating some content for your feed. Let Zillow be the playboy of, you know, homes for sale. That's their lane. Let them have a million photos of the homes. You need to stay away from it. Give content and post stuff to your feed that will help your buyer or your seller look at you and think, okay, you have relevance, you have knowledge, you have expertise. Let them see that professional side of you. Your stories are your short-term billboards, S to S, stories, short-term. Think of it that way. That's where I want you to get personal. I want to see you show up in stories with video that you are just turning the camera on and you're talking. I want to see your face. I want to hear your voice. I want you to show me who in the heck you are as a human because you're not a robot selling homes. And most people hire you honestly, not because of the amount of homes you've sold in the past that might get you in the door for an interview. The reason they actually hire you is because they connect with you on a personal level and they think you have the experience or the expertise to get the job done. When you show up on your stories in a personal way, they can see that side of you before you ever walk in the door on an appointment. We want to have a good amount of feeds, forever stuff, out there so that our potential client can somewhat binge it. Because let's be honest, it takes about 18 to 21 times for someone to see your material before they start to correlate it with you as the expert in the area. So you do want at least 18 to 21 posts on your feed that someone could look through and figure out if you are the right agent with expertise for them. But they also want to be able to go over to your stories and check out what have you posted in the last 24 hours? Are you showing up with your white lab like I always do? Are you showing up with a glass of wine like I always do? Do you make fun of yourself? Can you laugh? Can you joke? Are you more serious? Do you like to play tennis? What are you doing in your off time? I don't care if your stories legitimately show you popping the camera open and walking through a house that you're showing because you can do a little bit of market knowledge in your stories because again, they get to hear your voice and see your face at the same time. You show up that way and they will start to call you because you become a human to them and a real person to them. And I want to give you a great example of why you want to have a mix of the professional billboard stuffy. Don't you like that stuffy? It's a new word. The professional billboard stuff that you would put on your Facebook feed and the combination of personal in your stories, possibly a little bit of personal in your feed is this. Think back to when you were in school. If you were in high school or college or heck, when you took your real estate exam or your mortgage broker's licensing exam, you probably took a class that you got a lot of information from the instructor and it retained in your brain because they gave real world examples. They gave stories. They laughed. They made you see the material more than just a textbook sitting in front of you. That's how I learned best. That's how I know a lot of people learn best. That's the same concept for the feed and story combination. When they can look at your feed and see the education that you're giving them, the market statistics, the how to prep your home for a sale, the what to expect when you're buying, and they can see who you are personally on your stories, then they can start to connect the dots and really get a full picture of who you are. And it really opens up their brain as to you are the person that they need to call to buy, sell, or a home. 
Now, here's the third tip that you really, really need to understand too. It's the concept of posting and ghosting. If you put things on a scheduler to post, then be prepared that if you post something that a lot of people see at once and they start to engage with your material, if you have set it on a scheduler, you're not there to respond to them. Again, consider if you went to a networking event, would you toss your business card out there? Hope to God someone picked it up and called you and just walk back out the door, you know, pat yourself on the back and say, Hey, job well done. I went to the event. No. So while we love schedulers, cause they do make our life easier. I encourage you not to use them because when you post something, if someone engages with it, and most often they are going to engage with it in the first couple of minutes after it's posted, because that's when all the algorithms pop it to the top, then you're immediately there to reply to them and respond to them. Whether it is a comment underneath the material or in your DMs, wherever they show up communicating with you, you need to show back up pretty immediately. Think of it as speed to lead to communicate back. The more you in, you know communicate back to them, the algorithms think you guys like each other and the higher it will place value on those engagement points. No one wants to ask you a question or tell you they liked your material or engage with you in any way, shape or form on your social media, only to have to wait 12 hours for you to pick the phone back up, log back into Instagram or Facebook, and then comment back to them. No, we're in a society where we get things instantaneously and we're kind of used to that. I mean, how many of you shop everything on Amazon? Cause you can get it in two days or less. I do. So I expect if I engage with someone and comment on their material, that I'm not going to wait two days for them to respond back. I'm probably going to get something pretty immediate. That's how you can actually start to form those relationships based around what you're posting. I love it when someone drops into my DMs because I put something up there, whether they're laughing at it, they're actually asking me a question, or they're just making a random comment, I will always respond back. And I do so most of the time in the form of a question, a call to action. I will ask them a question about themselves. I will ask them a question about what they thought about what they saw. I will try to get them to continue to engage with my fo- uh, with my post or my story because I want those engagement points to tick up in the algorithm because I want the next thing that I post on my feed to be higher in their feed to see. Or I want to see one of the, you know, I want to be one of the first stories that shows up when they open up the app. So when you have a really good combination of forever material on your feed and the short lived stuff in your stories, because remember stories are like 24 hours or less, and then you're also engaging in the DMs and the comments with people, that is when you actually start to create that social media that is the secret sauce to success. Please remember though, it takes time. It takes time. You didn't get your license in 30 seconds or less. You probably didn't close your first deal in three days or less. Please don't expect your social media to create sustainable business for you in 30 seconds or less. You need to give it time and be consistent in what you're doing. Put it in your calendar every single day to post, to put material out and to check your DMs. Be honest. You want to build your brand in such a way that if you ever change brokers, it doesn't matter what broker you go to. Your brand is you, and that is created through engagement on your social media. Now, let's talk about relationship building a little bit. We have got 
the Workplace Slay event coming up in Nashville in September. And I would love to see your smiling face there. I'm going to be there in person with some of the most amazing women that I've met along the way who are all going to be pouring into you to give you an immersive experience while building your business. Personally, I'll be leading a session on stage, helping you create a social media sphere of influence, super critical to a sustainable business. And some of the other women are going to be going through things like building your referral base, creating community, vision casting, and goal setting, and teaching you how to turn your real estate into investments for yourself. Because eventually, honey, you got to get off the hamster wheel of selling. So you need to find your tribe. I can't wait to have you as part of my tribe. And I am personally inviting you right now to the Workplace Lay event in Nashville, September 11th and 12th. I will put ticket links up in the show notes. I will also say prices will go up mid-July and the room block goes away August 1st. That's probably the most critical thing for you to understand. Grab your room now because we're at the Gaylord uh, in Nashville and it's a really amazing hotel, but prices on it are not as good as you're going to get through the room block that we negotiated. So go grab a room on the room block. It's on our website. In the meantime, if you can't wait until September to start to get to know the Real Boss Women, and I hope you don't wait until September, then join us in our Facebook community group. We love to laugh. We love to giggle. We love to ask questions, give advice, help support each other in our businesses. And I will also put a link to that in the show notes, but you can find it on Facebook under Real Boss Women-Community. Make it a great day, guys, and I'll catch you around the socials. 